Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. What up? Good to be with you on this Thursday afternoon. Johnny Grayson filling in today for Dana Wright. What does she do to this thing? <laughs> this, this, mic, this mic stand has been don't given touch me. It. Don't, don't touch it. Okay. Uh, it's less right. of a mic stand and more of a mic fall. It is. Yeah. It is. De- thank you, Sam. Yeah. It is mic definitely fall. a mic fall. <laughs> How are you, Scott? I'm, I'm doing well. You look well. I, thank you. I feel well. Uh, if you do not touch that microphone, mm-hmm. it will not turn on you. Okay. All right. I will leave it alone. Just, it's It's close enough now. To where I need to be. Okay. So I think we're good. Just don't breathe on it too hard because it <laughs> might fall. <laughs> it might fall? It could get scratched. Get out. Dented. Breathed on wrong. <laughs> get out. It might fall. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Uh, uh, so what's the temperature in there today? Because I just popped in for half well, a second, and it is still the Arctic. It yeah. is 61 degrees in here right now. Up from 58 when I got in this morning. Ooh. Balmy. Yeah. What is going on in here? Well, you see, you guys complained for like three weeks straight <laughs> about how hot it was. Rightfully so, because it was ridiculously <laughs> it was, it was hot. hot. Yeah. It was at one, one of the days, it was 87 degrees here in my studio. Mm-hmm. So after weeks and weeks of complaints, the engineers were tired of it. They would go up on the roof every couple of days and switch this little thingy to go from hot to cold because for whatever reason it wasn't doing it on, on its own. It's actually in the ceiling just outside of this room. Really? They don't even have to go up to the, It's like right there. Well, yeah. they're tired of doing it, and yep. so they switched it to cold and said, deal with it. You don't like it hot? And Here and, you go. Here's and, a fridge. And I have said this to their... <laughs> you don't like it? Here you go. Here's a fridge. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I have said this to their faces, <laughs> and, and I will repeat it now on the air in front of everybody. I think it's ridiculous that our engineers, who whose job is to keep all eight of these radio stations on the air Correct. are doing building maintenance. I think that's insane. <laughs> but, but the, you know, and, and I don't think that should be on them to do. So I'm not going to crack on them at all over this. Um, however. However, yeah, it, it, it does. And uh, you know, I have to admit part of the blame on this, too, because I, for that reason, I don't like going to them over it. It took weeks for me to go to them over it when it was so bloody hot in here that we were all sweating and all of that. I just I don't like getting in their in their way because they have other things they need to do that are well, a lot more and, important and, than and, how and, comfortable we are. And engineers, by definition, are intimidating. Yeah. Okay. Having said that, I actually don't mind it being this cold in here. Which is, I, I actually kind of like it. That's funny coming from you because of all of us, you're the one that enjoys warm weather. I love the heat. Yeah. But 
so I get dressed in the morning now. Yep. Normally, I would come in here in shorts and a T-shirt, right? You know me. Yeah. Uh, but lately, I've been wearing Adidas soccer pants. You got the long pants on, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweatshirt, socks. I mean, he's one jacket away from a Serbian mobster. I was I was out wow. the other day really? uh, over the weekend, and it was it was the day that it was snow flurrying in the afternoon. Was it Monday? I think I don't know. Days ago, <laughs> I lose track, and went over to High V, and I was walking out, and a woman was walking in past me, and she said, "Where's your jacket?" What? <laughs> I was like, well, I, I, "I don't have one. I I mean, I have one, but I wasn't wearing it. I mean, it was snowing, but it was still like almost forty degrees outside, so the snow wasn't even sticking." What'd you say, Mom? (laughs) Yeah, right. And now she was smiling and friendly about it. She wasn't, like, scolding me, but she was just like, and she had a big jacket on and a big hat that looked like an owl, uh, had, like, big owl eyes on it and stuff. So, uh, but, yeah, she was trying to be friendly and funny about it, so I didn't, like, get get angry at her, but I just thought it was funny. that I don't even think about it. When the weather's 40 degrees, I'm like you. I'm wearing short sleeves outside, and, yeah. It's got to be, like, negative something. For, for me to get a jacket on. Yeah. Yeah. What well, and the sun is incredibly deceptive for me. Because mm. if it's sunny outside, I'll go out in a t-shirt. It oh, could yeah. be 12 degrees. And I take one step outside and I'm like, nope. No. Back okay. in. The, All right. The, the, <laughs> All right. The, what I absolutely loved is when I lived in Florida, we had season passes to go to Disney World. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? It's so, Florida. Um, I don't know. Go to the beach? Well, yeah, if you like the beach. But, uh, huh? yeah. He, I, I, I lived on it. You know, it just you get sick of anything oh, after so, a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Please, please have sympathy for me. I lived on a beach in Florida. But, uh, no, it, it just was never really my thing. So, uh, and, my, my, and my ex-wife loved Disney. I am over it. But um, we used to go. And every so often, you go in, like, February because there's nobody there or fewer people there. But you would invariably see these people. And it's like, I mean, in Orlando, in Central Florida, it can be in the 20s. That's not unheard of. So you go out, and it's like 20 degrees outside. And there are these people from, like, Wisconsin and, and Michigan and all of this who are down on winter vacation. And they're like, damn it, we're in Florida. We're wearing shorts. It's No, dude, it's 20 degrees out. It's the same 20 degrees you have back home when you're wearing a parka yeah, but we and paid, a pair of snow pants. But we paid thousands of dollars right. to come down here to Florida. And we we're are wearing shorts. We're going to wear shorts and T-shirts, and that is it. But <laughs> it's anything the same it. philosophy in basically every beach town, though, because years ago I was lucky enough to go to Brazil, and it was, I don't know, 70 degrees outside, and everybody was walking around in, like, our equivalent of a winter coat. Yeah. We were what? we were hitting the beach. <laughs> right. We were swimming, right. 50, and everybody else is just oh. sitting in their little tent on the beach, like shivering. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> yeah. it's seventy. Get in the water. Wow. Yeah, go to Key West sometime when it's sixty degrees, and you'll see them all. I mean, just you know, all bundled like up and freezing. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. It's sixty degrees. <laughs> You're in the Caribbean, <laughs> right? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Okay. People are funny. Okay. All right. Um, do you have the guts to get into Nikki Haley's comments about slavery? Oh, are we going to do politics? <laughs> no. Uh, no, politics and the Civil War. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, go ahead, please. I love this conversation. Okay, story here from ABC News. Uh, Nikki Haley did not cite slavery as a cause of the American Civil War during a town hall last night when an attendee asked her, what she thought led to the bloody conflict that we call the American Civil War. 
the former governor of South Carolina, the first state to secede from the Union in 1860, instead said at the event in Berlin, New Hampshire, that the catalysts were, quote, basically how the government was going to run and, quote, freedoms and what people could and could not do. The presidential candidate then turned the question around on the person who posed it. What do you think was the cause of the Civil War? She asked. I'm not running for president, said the questioner. Mm -hmm. Haley then continued to answer, quote, I think it always comes down to the role of government and what the rights of the people are. And we will always stand by the fact that I think the government was intended to secure the rights and the freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. The questioner then told Haley they thought it was astonishing that she never mentioned slavery in her answer. Mm -hmm. America, can we have this come to Jesus meeting now, once and for all? I hope so. We know what the Civil War was fought over. Yep. Can we lose the old adage that it was about states' rights? <laughs> Can we lose it? The Civil War was fought for one reason and one reason only. Are we going to allow black people to be held as slaves in this nation? Yes or no? Let's lose the states' rights bogus argument. That is not what we fought the Civil War over. Right. Well, Scott, it is. We fought over states' rights. Which states' right? The right to hold black people as slaves? That's the only right that we fought the Civil War over, was whether or not you had the right to keep black people as indentured servants or not. Let's quit with the glossing it over. Well, Scott, Scott, it was about states' rights. It was not about states' rights. It was about whether or not black people were three-fifths of a person, whether they were lesser than, and whether or not they could be held as slaves to do work that you didn't want to do. How much of it do you believe is, and, and I, well, let me preface this by saying, I think this is part of the issue. I don't think it's a main part of the issue. But how much of an issue do you think it is that we're lousy at teaching our own history? I, I think we are bad at teaching our own history. We're lousy at te teaching history in general. Yeah, uh, especially when it comes to American history, which just doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I say this as the son of an American history professor. My dad was an associate professor of history for a little while uh, early on in, in his working life. But that... Um, I think that, you know, it's easy to dispel the myths if people have the information. And I think they tried to teach us some of this, but you look at every skirmish. We think of the Civil War generally as something that happened when South Carolina seceded, the Battle of Fort Sumter, which wasn't even really a battle, and, you know, the surrender, I should say, of Fort Sumter and and South Carolina seceding, that that was the beginning of the war. 
and in a very real way, that was the beginning of the declared war. But there were skirmishes all over the place. We live, in, I mean, some of us, in Kansas. What was Bleeding Kansas about? Slavery. What was the Missouri Compromise about? Slavery. What was every skirmish, every battle, every riot that broke out leading up to the secession of South Carolina about? Slavery. Slavery. All of them. Every single one. 913-586-7798-586-7798. John Grayson in for Dana Wright. Sam Stevie III. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. We rarely, and I don't even think this is a political discussion. It isn't. We rarely get into politics on this show. But yesterday, Nikki Haley was at a forum in New Hampshire, Berlin, New Hampshire. And she was asked by somebody in the audience, and it's sort of a... I don't want to say trick question. Uh, It shouldn't have been hard to answer. What caused, what do you think was the cause of the Civil War? Nikki Haley answered the question, but at no point during the answer did she ever mention slavery. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, and it, it leads you to wonder why. Because, I mean, as you might imagine, the text line is is weighing in on this uh, from people, you know, who won't call the show. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and and making the same case that we've heard over and over and over again. And what what always baffled me from the time that I lived in the South and heard those kinds of things repeated over and over again in a very defensive kind of way is that there is, to my mind, a massive inferiority complex in the southeastern United States because there's still a a belief among a lot of the population down there that, quote-unquote, we lost. You did. But they didn't. They're Americans. They won. Okay, because the union was was protected. Their great-grandparents lost, you know. But if you were born in the South in 1960, you didn't lose. Your side won because you're not a Southerner. You're an American. We were talking about this before the show. I was born in western New York. I don't consider myself a Northerner. I consider myself an American. And I don't understand why somebody would say, I mean, you know, even something as, as ridiculous as the that Leonard Skinner song about the South's going to do it again. Really? Are you? Uh, it was a real bad idea the first time. And and what is it that you're going to do again? Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I still think there's this us versus them mentality that, you know, they still consider it an embarrassment that they lost the Civil War. But I'll point out again, you weren't born when it happened. You didn't lose. I was born in Georgia. Yeah. I don't consider myself a Southerner. You weren't there long. No, but we moved straight from there to Texas. Yeah. And you were there for, for, until what, age 13, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, you probably got some of it. And, and even Texas is kind of a weird case because, I mean, they've had so many different iterations of that thing from the Republic of Texas to being part of Mexico to being the whole part of, sixth part the, of France, the sixth flight, right? Texas, the, the sixth rise flight again. <laughs> Texas ain't going to rise again. But 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a war that ended 150 years ago. So it it seems like the idea that uh, we should still be fighting over this. That's where, I mean, you said you don't consider it a trick question. I don't necessarily consider it a trick question because, like you said, there's a simple answer to it. But I think it's a trap question because why is this relevant? Why is this not easy to answer? Well, right. No, no, I understand. But if, if you're asking a question of a political candidate in 2023, why is right. that your question? Right. And the only reason more. is b- because they were trying to trap her. She she knows if she says what the real answer is. Which is that we fought the Civil War over slaves. That it will cost her votes. In what world I know. do we live in where admitting that the Civil War was fought over the the issue of slavery, does that cost you votes? Oh, and pardon me, my my apologies to Leonard Skinner. That was apparently a Charlie Daniels song. So sorry about that. I, I have been known to screw up the details from time to time. Well, in what world do we live in that one of our leading political candidates is so low on committed voters that they're trying to not offend what is, quite frankly, a large minority, the people who still buy into that concept that the South will rise again. The states' right. rights. I don't want to offend those people. It wasn't about states' rights unless or until we agree that the state right was whether or not you could own slaves. Yeah, but states' rights is a lot more easy to defend than slavery is. And so you have to buy into the BS argument. Uh, over the whole thing, if you're going to have any hope of being able to to mount any kind of defense, uh, and and what they, uh, I think what what some of them anyway still believe is that they're defending their great grandparents' honor. Well, your great grandparents had no honor, right? I I completely agree, but I mean, how many how many people were in Austria during the war? Shane in Sugar Creek. Shane, hello. Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, Shane. There's a whole lot of hubbub about what Nikki Haley said, and she's nothing more than the target version of Kamala Harris. Her word salad is tastier, but I want a steak. Okay. That's all I got to say. I just think the whole thing's crazy. Okay. All right. Come back, Shane. Um, Yeah, I mean... But that's that's the, the I guess that's the trap that you walk into when you decide to go into that line. And, of work. and I don't want to get caught up in the Nikki Haley Republican presidential uh, primary Democratic presidential. Pri- I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. L- let's stay focused. Why is it so hard for America to have a come to Jesus meeting with itself and just admit that the Civil War? was fought over whether or not we could own other people. That's it. It's that simple. Not whether or not it was over states' rights, it wasn't. Well, and why are we so bad at teaching history? Yeah. I've learned more about history, both here and around the world, post my fixed education yeah. than I did in education, and I took AP history. Yeah. <laughs> I took the deep, yeah. embedded, let's look we, at why what is happening is happening. We fought a war against each other over whether or not we could own slaves. Yeah. Fact. Fact. Let's lose it. And when somebody says, why did we fight the Civil War? The answer is simple. The answer is, well, thank you for the trap question. We fought the Civil War 
to determine whether or not white people could own black people. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, if you want more evidence of it, consider the fact that the North won that, the Union was preserved, and the only thing that changed in the South was they couldn't have slaves anymore. 913-586-7798. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. So what's next, guys? Abortion, guns, or was Jesus Lord? <laughs> yeah, let's go with was Jesus Lord. Love it. Love Let it. me spin the big Jesus wheel, and we'll see if we can figure it out. Um, <laughs> no, here's, you know, the, on the subject of things that, that uh, make, get people all antsy for no good reason, or at least no good reason that I can figure out, um, you do not drive an, an EV, an electric vehicle. I do not, no. Uh, Dana does. She does. I yeah. do. Um, there, there's a few of them around here and, and you know, I've mentioned before, I don't know if it's just because there's so many dealerships or whatever, but I see Teslas around here like crazy. Well, uh, you're I, extra confusing because you have a 1957 gas guzzling tank oh, yeah. and an EV. <laughs> and an EV, <laughs> right. And you're not kidding, man. That Plymouth gets 10 miles to a gallon. Does it really? Oh yeah. It's, it's 10 that miles guys. to the gallon. It's a two speed automatic transmission and yeah, it winds out at like 45 miles an hour. It's crazy. Uh, but that's why I don't drive it very much. I mean, that, that thing's more for just sitting in my driveway and making me happy than it is for, for driving around. Okay. So uh, the reason I ask is, would you? I'm not trying to talk you into it. I'm just curious if, if there would come a time when you would consider, like, when your car is ready to go, would you even look at EVs? Oh, sure. Okay, all right. Because there's a lot of people, and I don't know why, who are very angry about them. They, they just hate the idea that no, I'll never do that, and it's fine. I mean, oh, I would look. Know. I would look at an electric vehicle. Sure. Um, yeah. it, it, what do you think would be? And I can think of a couple myself, by the way, as an owner of one that, that would be arguments against having one. But what do you think would be a decent argument for somebody to say, "I'm not going to get an EV," and here's why? Uh, fear of being stranded in the middle of nowhere in the United States. Okay. Uh, because limited range and you can't fill up quickly. 
or, or I wouldn't know where to go to fill up. Okay. You know, that is uh, one of the things that I've learned fairly recently because usually with ours, we don't road trip with it because there are difficulties involved in that. Um, but I, I had to go down to, to southern Kansas a while back to get some parts for my old gas guzzler. And, uh, and it was real cold, and that lowers your range in an EV. I don't know if you knew that. Um, okay. But it significantly lowers your range. So I had to stop on my way back. And uh, so there's apps that tell you where there are public chargers and all of that stuff. And I found one. I'm trying to remember. Oh, Osawatomi. They have public chargers out on the streets in Osawatomi. So you would think, you know, small town Kansas, what are the odds? Well, they got a bunch of them. Well, how can we imagine that discussion at City Hall? (laughs) (laughs) How long? Where's the diesel pump? Like, let's say I'm rolling into Osawatomi. I'm I'm out of charge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How long would I have to charge to get back from Osawatomi to Western Shawnee? Oh, yeah, I, I went and had lunch. So it, 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, probably not even. Probably about a half hour. Okay. I went and got a bowl of chili at a place called the Whistle Stop Cafe in Osawatomi, which was really good, by the way. So, um, yeah, it, 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 to, to get me that extra 40 miles or so that I needed, yeah, that's all it took. Okay. Um, and I got actually significantly more than that. But um, the, there is there, there are another couple of things that people get really scared of, and I think legitimately, what happens if the battery pack dies? They're incredibly expensive to yeah, replace. But when we got ours, one of the things that, and I hate buying warranties, I hate buying any of that stuff, because my dad's philosophy was always never pay to insure something that you can afford to replace. You're throwing money away. Uh, and I feel fair, the same way fair, about fair it. Point. But but when it came to the battery, we brought that up and they said, if you buy this warranty here, you're covered forever. So I said, good, give me and, that And their one. batteries are like $10,000. They can be. They can be more than that, Okay. Uh, depending on what model you get. Ours, I think it was somewhere in that range, uh, it would have been. So I said, okay, for the ten grand that it might cost me to replace the battery pack eight years from now or whatever, yeah, I'll, I'll eat that expense because it was less than that. So um, it, it, that's, that's a big piece of it as well. But what a lot of the EV manufacturers are facing right now is that for whatever reason – the the initial early adopter phase is now over. That people who what, went in, what does that mean? People who got in just because it was the cool new thing. Okay, um, that's now gone, and the numbers are starting to pile up of cars that haven't sold yet. And this is this is not a necessarily a Tesla thing or a Ford thing or whatever. It's across manufacturers. They're all seeing a lag now, and in EV sales, and they're trying to figure out how to go about fixing that. Because they're in it to make money. I mean, they, they're not trying to affect any kind of social change. They want to sell cars, sure. right? So Expensive uh, ones at that. Exactly. Right? And that's the other thing is they're not cheap, although there are a couple of them starting to hit the market that, uh, that are a little bit cheaper. But what Polestar is now doing, and Polestar makes an electric EV. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's redundant. An electric SUV. Um, kind of a nice one. I've never driven one, so I don't have any experience with Polestar in particular. But what they're doing now is they're offering micro-leases. So if you're even curious about it, you can go in and lease one of these things for five months so that if at the end of five months you don't like it, you just turn it back in and go buy yourself something that runs off of gasoline. But they're betting that you will love it so much, switching over to one of these things, that they can give you one for five months, have you drive it, 
And then if you decide you like it in the first week, well, then you order one. And then yours is ready for you at the end of that lease, and you just go ahead and, and micro, upgrade and mic- buy it. Microwave. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't work for me. I would enjoy the zero to 60 in 1.2 seconds. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, and then you I would, would, by the way. pay the speeding ticket, and then I would immediately drive that vehicle back <laughs> to the dealership. No, you wouldn't. Beg for my no, keys you back. Would not. And then drive home in my truck. Oh, yeah. Stop. But, it, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work. I think it's it's an interesting idea, but I think it's even more interesting that they feel like they have to do this that nobody is going to walk on their lot if they don't have a really easy way to just kind of stick their toe in the water and see if they would even enjoy it. From from the text line, uh, EVs are a bust. They are way too expensive. There is no infrastructure to support them. That I disagree with. Like I said, a year ago, I would have probably agreed with you. But given my experience now having to find charging stations, the infrastructure is a lot more built up than you think it is. Well, but in truth, though, if everybody had an EV today, the current grid would explode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the the number of miles we drive and, and all of that, you're right. And how many people would have to charge it at the same time? But... At this point, though, my point is, if you drive an EV and you need a place to go charge, you can find a place to go charge. So it's, I mean, will there be a tipping point? There was actually a story today, I think out of Philadelphia, where because nobody plans terribly well, that the city bought a bunch of them. They bought like 260 EVs as part of their city of Philadelphia. Yeah, as part of their city fleet of vehicles. Um, and they bought 103 chargers. Well, gee, see if you can figure out the problem there. Right. <laughs> you know, right. if they had bought it. And so what they're doing now is they're using the public chargers at public expense, by the way, to charge up the city's EVs, and people who live in the city can't use them. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. John Grayson in for Dana Wright. She is back on Tuesday. Sam Stevie III. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Go to Debbie in Peculiar. Debbie, good Hi. afternoon. Hi, welcome. Love the show. Love y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um, right before we went to the commercial break, you mentioned, someone mentioned, if everybody had to charge their cars, uh, it would kind of blow the power system. Yeah. And we already had to change this year about what times we would use our electricity in the summer. So that would be a huge, uh, the power grids couldn't handle it. But no one ever mentions this. I did some research on the computer for fun this year. And if it's accurate, what I found is that it cost about 15 to $18 in electricity for a tank full, if you will, a charge full yep. uh, power for your car. Everybody acts like it's free because you don't need gas. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's not free at all. But that same tank of gas would cost you probably upwards of $50. Well, yeah, when the price is $4 a gallon, it's a little less now. But, but it, yeah, so it's saving you some money. But I just think re, not. I think the more we try to just drive our gas vehicles less, you know, when I run errands, I do all of my errands. I plot it out, and I use less gas. My dad runs here and there every day running errands, wastes gas. I just think we could, besides having an electric vehicle, we could just be more useful, more, you know, save a little more on the way we use our cars even. Yeah, we don't, though. Right. I mean, but there's another way that we could save without having to 
spend an extra however much it costs for an electric vehicle, which I hear are quite expensive. And then the batteries. I've heard once the car, once the batteries go, you might as well just buy another vehicle. Is that true? The same thing you could say about car engines, though. I mean, you got to replace an engine and a transmission in a car, you're going to run into the same kind of expense. That is a good point. But I will tell you something that seems funny. A lot of people who have electric vehicles, and it's all about, yes, I'm saving the planet. They're the ones that hop on airplanes, and they go places all over the world. I haven't been on an airplane since 1981. <laughs> I've saved the planet by not flying all over the world on airplanes. Well, somebody had to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying there are ways to reduce and, and use less besides electric vehicles, you know? Yeah. All right. It, okay. That's all. Thanks, all, right. all right. Yeah. Now, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask both of you, where do you think the resistance comes from? I mean, mine comes from a lot of research about the building of the batteries, but we won't go into that. Okay. I I, th- I think it's it's a new thing, and it's like everything else new over the we last hate, five we years. We hate new stuff. It has be- Well, it's also become political. And, that, and that's my point. Yeah. Why has it become political? Because everything is now. Why? Did, why? Why did, why did vaccines become political? I mean, you know, you could ask the same question. And I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, we, we have been conditioned to look for ways to hate each other. Um, and, and I don't know. I mean, it's become cliche to blame social media for that. I, I don't think it's helped, but I don't think it's responsible either. Um, but I think that, yeah, there's a vested interest in getting us fighting each other. I mean, you take the argument, and somebody made the same argument on the text line a little while ago, talking about what Sam brought up with the electrical grid. Okay, that's not, a, that's not an argument not to use electric cars. That's an argument to upgrade the electrical grid which we should have done 50 years ago. I would agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, that, like I said, it seems like there there is a knee-jerk reaction among some to find a reason not to do it. And it's like, if you don't want to do it, like I said, I'm not, I'm not here to be an evangelist for this. I just think it's odd that there's so much innate no involved in it. And I've, I've always found this fascinating. Like, where does the no crowd go? Like, 20 years ago, when the, when there was talk about building the NASCAR track out in Wyandotte County, mm-hmm. there, there, there were countless people, no, this is wrong. What are we doing? This eminent domain. I was going to say some of those people lived on the land, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my house, man. All right. But where are they now? A different house. <laughs> Other than <laughs> other than the people who lived out there, where is the adamant crowd that was opposed to the NASCAR track? Mm-hmm. Where is the adamant crowd? The airport that was a. That's exactly where I was. Sorry, going. I didn't mean to that's steal right. that from that's you, okay. but yeah. Where is the adamant crowd that said we don't need a new airport? Well, I'll tell you where they are. I'm one of them. I was wrong. I was wrong. We did need a new airport. Where is the crowd that said we didn't need the streetcar? Yeah. Where is the crowd that said we didn't need the T-Mobile Center? Well, I would argue with the streetcar, though. A whole lot of people still say we don't need it. And last time you were on the streetcar. And are opposed Uh, to expanding it. uh, June. Okay. I, I don't go downtown much, but I can tell you my uncle rides it every day. Okay. So 
I feel like it was a big waste of money. It was also sold on the premise that it was going to connect the uh, economically challenged portion of the community with the wealthier portion of the community, which it did not do. But we haven't gotten there yet. That's a fair point. I mean, you you can't just build 30 miles of streetcar system overnight. You have to build an artery. People have to start using it, justify its very existence, and then you start sending it out along 33rd Street. Now, I would say if we could get a system where the gig workers, the Uber drivers, the door dashers, the Uber eatsers could drive EVs without having to, like if there was a cost-efficient EV, yeah. that would make sense. You have to wait 10, 15 minutes at, say, a cactus grill to grab some dinner for somebody. You sit there, you charge, you never have to hit the gas station, you're not emitting CO2 constantly. I think that would be a very... Uh, agreeable solution to the electric vehicle issue right now. Yeah, and, and I think that that is something that's definitely going to come in time. Um, you know, you'll you'll see within however many years you'll see a thirty thousand dollar electric car. Um, it's it's going to be the, you know the same thing as a nineteen eighty six Toyota Corolla was in nineteen eighty six. You know, it's not it's not going to be fancy, but, I, but it'll be there. But I, I remember the first time I ever went down to Dallas to see my uncle and aunt. And they had this thing called a plasma TV. Yeah, right. I was like, what is that? And he's like, well, we just got it. You know, my aunt and uncle were super crazy rich. This thing cost $7,000. <laughs> yeah. But it was a plasma TV. Right. And it was flat. And, man, look at, look at that. Hung look, on the wall. You can watch the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. are going to play uh, playing today against Green Bay. There was no way in a million years – I could afford that TV. Right. Yeah. But in five years. The first time that we ever saw a 4K TV to that end, you know, after the plasmas, the the 4K started to come out. And we were on a cruise um, and we, we left from Seattle. So we were walking around Seattle. They had a Bang & Olufsen store, which is, you know, I always associated with high-end stereo equipment. But they had a brand-new 65-inch 4K TV. It was $12,000. <laughs> I was like, <gasps> for a television? Right. Are you kidding? But now you can go to Walmart and get a 65-inch 4K TV. 350 bucks. Right. So, yeah, so like I said, it'll get there. But I, I don't think that helped. I, did, I really don't. I don't think that helped the EV industry at all. The fact that the first ones they were rolling out were sixty and seventy and eighty thousand dollars, and most people well, looked at that and went, oh, "They had to be though." It's like medicine: the cost of research, yeah. the cost yeah, of production, exactly right. And, and back to my point about the the plasma TVs. I mean, those were seven thousand dollars. Yeah. When they first came out. By the way, from the text line, Scott, we're all still here. We just moved on to the we don't need a new Royal Stadium argument. (laughs) Come on, man. Keep up with the times. (laughs) Right. And and wait until they build the new Royal Stadium. And wait until they build the new Chiefs Stadium. And they're full. Yes. Yeah. I ain't ever going to no Chiefs game if they're ever going to play in Kansas. Okay. Okay. You're not? Mm Mm-hmm. You're not going to go see the Royals if they play in North Kansas City? Really? Yeah. You're not? Of course you will. Yeah. We we hate change. Yes. If, if I've learned anything in my 40 years in this town, we hate change. And don't you dare give us anything new. Don't you dare, NASCAR. Well, I don't think it's about the new things. I think it's about the cost of the people and whether or not they see the ROI necessary to spend that money. But, 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 because, but, again, for the streetcar, there is no ROI, in my opinion. 
The yet, bus system's free. Yet. But 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 they, they were saying the same thing about the Sprint Center. Well, that's the, had plenty of ROI. Sam, when, when that was first proposed 20 years ago, there were people in this town who said, we don't need it. We don't need it. We've got Kemper. Yeah, it's- we needed the Sprint Center. <laughs> we needed it bad. <laughs> Have you seen Kemper? <laughs> that's what we were saying 20 years ago. But there were people, we, we don't, Kemp, Kemper is state of the art. It's the best arena in the world. Okay. And remember, KCI is very convenient. Just pull right up. We don't need a new airport. Mm-hmm. Nobody's bitching about it now. 913-586-7798. News coming up in two minutes. Uh, don't forget tomorrow, quick programming note. We have Missouri Tiger football coming up at 5 o'clock tomorrow. They play in the Cotton Bowl tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Pre-game starts at 5 o'clock. So we will do uh, Festivus Friday tomorrow at 4 o'clock here on Dana and Parks. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.